Ralph Metzner, and you're listening to the Radio 8-Ball Show with Andras Jones. to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. And I am your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries with our musical guest, Sarah Kramer. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's our pleasure. This has been fun so far, and it's going to even get more fun because now we're joined on the line... And listen, folks, we got a new phone system working here. Listen to how good he sounds coming through it. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Stephen Kalinich. Hello. The great Stephen oh. Kalinich. <laughs> so, what do you say? Well, well, Stephen, uh, tell us. Now, we've been exchanged emails a little bit, and I'm going to ask Sarah to tell us uh, about how she knows you. But I want to start with you because your enthusiasm for Sarah's music. If I didn't already, if I wasn't already a fan, you would, you would have, your enthusiasm would have encouraged me to become one. But I, you're just, I feel like you're chomping at the beat to sing your praises. Tell us a little bit about how you encountered well, Sarah's one, music. I, we did, I think it was a tribute to Harry Nielsen, and she can correct me, but I had not met her. I've heard of her, but I heard her play and sing, and I just was blown away. I, first of all, my first instrument was the trumpet. I never was as good as her. And I was a huge Miles Davis fan, and I just love her work, and I, I just was excited about it, and I got to know her, and we, we just hit it off, and it was great. It was very supportive of me and my art and many things, and I was very grateful, and I am still. And we collaborated on something, too. Oh, what we collaborated on a beautiful, she did this beautiful piece of music where she wrote the, the song part is, if I'm saying it wrong, Sarah, and I wrote a poem to go with it, and it was very inspired. I saw a lady outside my house. We did a benefit for it. Was it for the, uh, say what the cause was, Sarah. Oh, um, it's Melissa Monroe's um, cause for the, it's a counseling center in Los Angeles. I can't think of the name offhand. But it's we'll okay. We'll remember what it is and put the links in the blog. Yes, yeah, so let's yeah. put a link up. Yeah. Support it because it, there are really people in need of support, and that place really, really helps a lot of people. And, and I was very touched uh, by by it, and uh, I saw people on the street that lended to the piece that Sarah and I did, and it was really very exciting, and I think people were very moved by it. Well, uh 
you, so you wrote the music, and then and so- Stephen is a wonderful poet. He wrote a, he wrote um, and and spoke did spoken word in the middle of the. We I did a little bit of music singing. He did some spoken word uh-huh. of, of his own yeah uh, poetry, and it was a collaboration. So in this with, with the collaboration with you, what, did the music come first, or did the poet the poetry come first? Um. Well, I think. The energy came first. Well, of course, yeah. Because we had, you know... I think... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say, Sarah, her idea sparked the poem in me, and I, I would say, and if you think that's not true, Sarah, you say, I think that what she told me, the idea, I was so touched by the cause that I think pretty much right away I started to write the poem and... And I just, you know, I became overtaken. It was very touching uh, situation, and uh, I just wanted to help. And may I ask, you the the Harry Nelson tribute? This is gonna. What... Maybe, maybe I wonder if, if it's all right. If it if it's easy to access while we're on this phone call, unexpected. I wonder if. Stephen would be willing and able to read his poetry part of that song. We were not playing it, but oh, maybe yeah. he could read his yeah. his words because they're so powerful. Is it easy to pull it up on your computer while you're on the phone, or or do you memorize it? I'm gonna try. Are you the guys there? Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Okay. Well, say something else while I'm looking at Sarah okay. Kramer. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so one of the things that uh, that is I don't know in maybe a synchronicity is for this show Sarah you brought in a painting because you expected to be able to give it to Stephen oh can you tell us about this painting I'll take a picture of it and we can oh okay well um I love Stephen as a, a human a spirit and an artist with his words and poetry and music as well as he's a great visual artist and um, self-taught and there's just so so much color and character in all of his pieces and I love his art so much. Anyway, he's been a good friend and, and was helping me and then um, I wanted to make a painting for him and Asked him She's a beautiful painter too, I think. Aww. And she mm-hmm. was she was one of the first to pick up. Uh, she and John Robertson were the two first to pick up that I'm an outsider artist, which I guess I still haven't been classified, but I am. And she was one of the first ones to uh, recognize it, and I was very touched by that because actually I was drawing lines on paper. I found the poem, Sarah. Oh, great! Okay, Let's do great. It. The song was called "Winning." And I the, wrote the, the winning poem. Side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you want to tell them like how the setup was, and then I'll read the poem. Oh no, you go ahead and read it. I was just saying that the name of the the chorus or the title of the tune was called "The Winning Side." But, yeah, uh, yeah. This you is go the ahead. lady. Okay, here it goes. It, it gives me chills actually. She smiled at me with no teeth, a beautiful smile. She looked like she was from India. Her brown skin, so wonderful in the sunlight. Her face was gorgeous, a few lines. Her face was exquisite, carved out of hard work and experience. Her expression was one of joy on Pico today. She deserves to win. 
to be on the winning side. As I saw her, all these thoughts came rushing through me. Let's make life easier for the everyday woman or man just getting by. They need a break or a chance, not the whole sky. They deserve to win. They deserve to win. Let's make life easier. They deserve to win, to have a place to sleep, food to eat, to have some of the good life has to offer. I think at birth, all humans should have health care for life. They deserve to work in a system where they feel part of the gain of life and not just be forever at the bottom. They deserve to win, to have education, to be treated properly, not looked down upon or felt sorry for. They deserve be treated with dignity they deserve to win too let's turn the equation around for those underground let's do the profound they deserve to win and not to wander aimlessly through the streets and concrete they deserve to win to cultivate what is within to not live so thin and not be ashamed for where they have been they deserve to win to get a chance to feel joy it's a right that should be honored they deserve to win that's yeah. it. Mm. Wow. Love it. Yeah, like, let's just not say anything for just a, a second and let that hang in the air. It's so good. I almost wanted to say, we should go to your question right now. I, I don't know what kind of small talk can follow that up. So let's just get delve into this musical synchronicity. What is your question for the Pop Oracle, Stephen Klinich? Okay, my question is... Uh, yeah, I can ask any question about anything. Any question about anything you okay, want. Okay, this is not personal. I just want, in general, if you like someone and they like you, but you're not sure how you like them and you don't want to encourage anything, how would you, the oracle, how would you treat that, considering you don't want to hurt their feelings, but you, you want to draw some boundary? Great, great question. Great, great question. Let me just see if I can reflect it back so that I make sure I got it. So if you like someone and they like you, but you don't want to start something and you want to, how do you express a boundary to them without hurting their feelings? Yeah, maybe it doesn't want to go romantic or, yeah. or wants to go, whatever whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait to, to dig into this. I It's a dynamic I... I know all too well. <laughs> I thought about it today, and I, it's one of my big questions, because I'm always not wanting to hurt someone's feelings, and I always end up getting in trouble with everybody. Yeah. There are no Yeah. <laughs> but everybody loves you. Okay, and now well, to, enga- I know about everybody. to engage the pop oracle of Sarah Kramer's music f- to answer your question, I am now going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. Song number four, which is Matter of Time. Aha. Where I'm going, there ain't no knowing, it's just a matter of time. Will I still see you, or will you be in the rear view? It's just a matter of time. 
Will I ever find my place in the wide open space? It's just a matter of time. In this lifetime of labor, can I cash in for a favor? Cause I'm running out of time. from Sarah Kramer, the answer to Stephen's question about having boundaries, being able to declare boundaries without hurting people's feelings. Uh, If if you've been listening to this whole thing, you heard the way he asked it. But basically, that's that's the the main idea. Right, Stephen? Yes, and and I I have a response when you're ready for it. Oh, okay. Well, first, hold that, because I just want to have Sarah tell us a little bit about the background of that song. Where does it come from? Again, another one where it was... I actually think I almost actually sang for a second. That that, that (laughs) chorus, the harmony is so... What a great song. I love that song. I really wanted to sing with that. So, tell us where it comes from. Um... Well, I guess it's a combination of things. Like mainly it's just when when you live the life of an artist and you're living with all your best intention and all your greatest effort and life just is a struggle even if there is the extraordinary and the beautiful there's a whole lot of struggle and a lot of the time for most artists I would say that the balance is even heavier on the struggle side and it Mm. has been for me and so anyway um, it's kind of like looking to God or a universe or some larger thing like uh, you know kind of at peace with I've done my best I'm fine if it ends, I'm fine if it begins, but uh, I can't do any better with what I have and who I am, Um, and so just time will tell kind of a thing. But it's also, at the same time, 
you know, love hasn't worked out either for, for me. So that is also like that line, um, looking in the, will I still see you or will you be in the rear view? Right. It's kind of like you're either something's ending or beginning, but you're in this floating, fully present in the moment as pure as one can be. Whoop. Uh, and trying to, make sense of it all or find an answer. I don't know. That's the best I can come up with. Yeah. No, okay. Thanks for... I know some... some. Uh, it's not always easy talking about your song, so I appreciate you doing that. Uh, and so, Stephen, you you had an immediate inspiration of how that... I have an instant yeah. inspiration and a response, and it, it, and it, I hope that Sarah doesn't mind whatever I say, but <laughs> Sarah is so capable as an artist to me... And and I know because maybe the success in the and other things and and in love or in life have not been perfect. But that but her songs to me are extremely hopeful and extremely honest. Uh, I, I think that a matter of time answers my question because it's telling me to be still and be patient. That in time the right boundaries will be there, and and that person, if it's meant to be there, will still be there in my life. And if not, I have to turn it to grace and let it go. And in her case, what she said about the struggle and like that, it's just a matter of time. If if she, it must, it can make you feel inadequate and make you feel down. She has another song. The thing that really attracted me about her songs, she's got a song. She'll know which one it is. It goes like, uh, it. it it's not love, but it's something. Something like that. It's not love, but it's better than nothing. To me, that's those are such great lines because what people will settle for and take because when when life is rough and it's tough and something comes along that seems good but it's not perfect, you latch on to it, and that's kind of relationship. So I don't know if that's a pretty heavy answer, but I I, I don't know if it gets through. But but so I would say to people, whoever's listening, for Sarah that that there's hope in those songs. And, and the fact is, just don't give up. She never gives up. She keeps doing and not easy for her. And it's a struggle. But she's a wonderful artist. She's a great player. And I think her songs are great, too. And I like the way she plays and sings them. So I'd like to, the whole people to, I'd probably be a good spokesman for her. Yeah, I'd like, you are. I'd like, you are. I was saying that like before to, we even had you I, on here. And, we, we, and she, she, we've been through our, our relationships and friendship, and I, I, I adore her. But but it's not always easy. And and she's right, but it's just a matter of time. So I would say that did answer my question. I go off on tangents, so you no, have to that's, shut No, that's me okay. Up. And it also goes, <clears throat> it can go either way. Like, it's a matter of time where sometimes people part, and then more time passes, and maybe you reunite. It's life is kind of ebbs and flows and cycles. Yeah, yeah, and you never know. That's the magic about it. You never know. Sometimes to be a great romance or something like that, people have to become great friends. And like Rilke, the poet, said, we meet not as male and female, which most of us do, and we get effed up that way, but meet as human beings a human being and that's the real love relationship even though we like all the other stuff because if we're two units touching like gibran says but we're not so dependent on the other that if they don't love us that we can't stand we stand on our own and we bring our fullness to 
for the other person rather than two halves and making a whole. We each have our own individuality, and we learn to balance those things. And it's a matter of time that we become aware of that. It's just a matter of time. So time I, will tell. I had a couple of ideas about how that related because I, you know, I mean, you you know what your particular question is about, but I immediately had situa- thought of situations in my own life where either I, like there's different, I don't know, variations on that theme that I thought of, like where there's someone who I like and I want to get to know as a friend, but because they're a woman and I'm a guy or I'm a man, uh, that I have to feel like I have to figure out some way to to let them know that I'm not trying to turn it into a romantic thing, but doing that also seems like it might be like, it's, it's a premature declaration of I'm not, you know, it's just, it's very, that can be that I thought of that dynamic. And then I also thought of dynamics where there's someone who I, who I'm friends with and they want it to be a relationship. And I am very, I'm sort of trying to say clearly, can't we just, you know, really let's be friends for a long time. And if that, seems like that's where it goes and that's great but why screw up this great friendship by you know doing what i felt like was something i had to do when i was in my 20s but now that i'm not it's great to just be able to like be with someone not have it be all about that and then obviously i thought about all the times from when i was younger and i was like (laughs) you know (laughs) right so that's all relatable i relate to all of it yeah, and I and and so the song is sort of, but I think that the, that what the song is saying, it's a matter of time. It's like it's not so urgent. Like all of these things are happening in our head, and if you just sort of sat with someone and just were, were like, hmm, and then move on with it, like maybe a lot of these feelings of like feeling like you need to declare a boundary is an unnecessary escalation of things, even in that. Like, we're doing no, it in I, our head. I, I think a boundary is good. Oh, b- because... boundaries are great. They're the best things in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but I think you have to know where... In other words, if you go into what they need to do for themselves, it's not a boundary anymore. You're, you're invading their space or they're invading... And you have to allow each person... You can't swallow... What do you call that? You can't swallow up the other person. I don't know. It's called codependent or whatever yeah. it is, but that's been my experience. And what you said, your question about the girl that you want to get to know, that that's fine, too. And yeah. sometimes it just, you, you love someone at such a level, it's like you can't take it and you back off a little. And then, like, like Sarah said, it could take time and it can go in different cycles, too. I also think that, like, particularly right now, I'm also very grateful that I'm not in the sort of dating mode because things seem really hot and intense and complex out there. And I mean, I grew up in Olympia, Washington and riot girl culture. And so I've been around that energy, the sort of pre me Too, me Too energy my whole life. And but at the same time, there is a sort of a matter of time of like we're going through a readjustment of how we relate to each other as men and women in the world. And so there is a matter of time of just sort of letting this stuff, this very positive thing that is focusing on a lot of the negativity work its way through the sort of the whole, the body of our, of of our community or our culture. Um, And that's just, it's, it is a matter of time. And then as a guy, you just say, I hope that girl makes a move on me. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like another, sounds like another poem, Stephen. (laughs) <laughs> I hope that girl makes a move on me is a great title. 
Yeah, it's a rock and roll song, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can write that for you. Write it. Sarah will turn it into some music. And I guess uh, that's—I just thought of that, but that like cracked me up because it's so true. That's awesome. Well, Stephen, this is fantastic. I—I'm I'm glad we got a chance to to meet you. Cool. And Sarah, I wish you well, and I think it's fun. And I'm sorry I couldn't be there in person, but I really enjoyed it, and I and I wish you well and success. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.